Hi, I'm Nina Endurst. I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. On this episode, Anna and I discuss clarity. Take a seat, clear your mind, and let's chat. Hello. Hello. It's sunny. We have sunshine today. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> it's been a very gray past few weeks. I feel like the sunshine is so welcomed. Yeah, it's been really depressing. Not going to lie. For me anyway. I just, yeah, I, I don't find it. I, I mean, I don't, it doesn't depress me, but I get a little like, it almost makes me anxious when it's just overcast or gray where I'm like, you're going to do something or what? <laughs> I'm like, you're going to rain? Are you going to clear? Like, what you going to do? You know, like something about that gives me a little bit of anxiety. And I'm like, what do you care? Just let the weather be. Yeah. I find that my energy is a lot lower when it's that, that way, like a lot lower. And yeah, that just doesn't feel good after weeks and weeks and fucking weeks. But interestingly, this feels like a very good day to record a podcast about clarity. It's true. Seems somewhat in in alignment. I'm interested what the definition is. So we're talking about clarity. It's not that sexy, to be honest, which kind of made me laugh. I was like thinking about it and thinking about how much, you know, both of us really love clarity and are really like in service of it in so many ways. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what like cute little definition it has. <laughs> like this thing we love so much. And the definition by Oxford Languages, noun, the quality of being coherent and and intelligible. Oh. <laughs> For the sake of clarity, each of these strategies is dealt with separately. Two, the quality of transparency or purity, the crystal clarity of water. Which I feel like is some of what we also really like about this, that it is a bit, you know, you can hypothesize, you could say a million different things, you know, you could be like, clarity is this, you know, but actually it's something that usually is, I think, simple. I was sort of surprised that simplicity wasn't a factor or mm-hmm. something about things being what am I trying to say? Like uh, re- almost like reduced to their parts or something so, or stripped down or something like that. But I was like, it made me start thinking about how much our definitions of anything and even our sense of clarity about anything is so personal, so subjective and like so fleeting. I think about things I was so clear on and I'm like, how long did that last? And I'm like, moments, you know. So I'm curious what you thought clarity was or how you would have defined it before hearing what Oxford thought. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know that I've ever thought about, I mean, not, I I defined it literally this morning, I guess. I didn't define it as much as I did how to, how to know when you're clear. And that was interesting because I guess how I would define it is a state of union between, which is what I talked about, your mind, your body, and your soul, like a calming unity between them where it is you were not attached, like clinging to something or trying to control something. It's just this kind of less 
of an epiphany. I wouldn't describe it as quite so intense, but just like this clarity of, I guess you can't really, I can't really define the word with the word, but this simplistic (laughs) knowing, right. Or simplistic state of being. And also then glass (laughs) being able to Mm. see through and just see things. But that's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it. I hadn't thought about it in terms of, like everyone being on board, that it being, you know, like mind, body, soul. I hadn't thought about clarity in that regard. And I've thought about, I don't know about you, with, but with my own clients, like I hear about clarity a lot, you know, whether it's something somebody is seeking or they're telling me, you know, maybe they're bringing me up to date on something and saying I've gotten clarity, you know, clarity about this or whatever. And it was, it's, it's still like, and it's interesting hearing your definition again, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is how most people I think think they're far better communicators than they are. And had a really, I mean, I've never thought I was like a good communicator. I mean, or like an excellent one or anything. I've thought I was like, okay, because it's also been something I've had to do a lot of, you know, like whether that was being a middle person between teams or things like that. Like I've always had to kind of do communication. And it is always interesting if you're working for people or you're someone who interprets for people. Like I thought about how often this has come up for me in my life that And I see it a lot with my family as well, which I'm sure other people do where like, you know, my brother will be like, I like I said, let's get dinner. And I'm like, no, you texted me and said, have you watched blah? You know, and I'm like, I wasn't ignoring your like dinner as you didn't ask it, you know, and it's like it was in his head or whatever, you know, like how often we miscommunicate. And I've thought about it so much like now with the pandemic and I think everyone's a little bit like brain damaged from the pandemic. Like it's, it's interesting to me. I've been reading all these things. I mean, cause we know trauma impacts the brain. We know all these, th- and we've all gone through a collective trauma. And it was like, I saw some headline recently that was like, feel like you have to keep like repeating yourself. Like you do, like no one has memory right now and all this stuff. And it made me think about clarity and how often I think we resist it in relationships and like create narratives, but also give ourselves maybe too much credit for communicating clearly. And I've started like, sometimes when I'll get really riled up, I'll go back and I'll like, look at my text or I'll even say to the person, I'll be like, hold on. Like, this is a, this is a me thing, not a you thing potentially, but like, I heard this like, is that what you meant? You know, or I've just like been tasking myself to do more clarifying versus I think assuming. Hmm. And I'm curious for you what that, like when we decided to do this topic, I just, that's immediately where I went was both like in terms of reading and I really believe in the power of clarity, but also the resistance we have about it in relationships. And I was curious because I think you're someone who really tries to stay clear in your relationships. Very. That I wonder what that's been like when people are also so resistant to it. I, I, first of all, I think you're an excellent communicator. Thank you. Like top notch. 
appreciate that. I think for real. No, I mean it. I've been communicating. Yeah, I know you do. I've communicated with a lot of people <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I like that, that all of a sudden you became old timey. You're like, oh, Listen, I've, I've been around with a lot and back, okay? I've been communicating <laughs> since you've been in wombs and stuff. No, but seriously, I feel like lately there's just... I'm struggling so much. I have to literally cover my eyes right now because I'm trying to go in so much and be like, I really don't want to become super judgmental. And I know I already have that little bit in me that, you know, is like, what is everybody fucking doing? But I- <laughs> <laughs> like, leave and the you house. It's so funny. <laughs> I've also literally witnessed this. <laughs> When I've seen her wrestle and be like, <sighs> and then what is everybody fucking doing? <laughs> like, I'm just, I went, you know, leaving the house. I'm just like, what is this? What is this? What's happening? Like people can't drive people are, you know, it's just, if someone asked me if I was in line the other day when I was already, when I was literally like pouring milk into my coffee in front of her, like I clearly already gotten what I needed. And I was just like, what? Like, what do you mean? So <laughs> I say once a week to a stranger on the streets of New York City or in a coffee. I, I say once a week to a stranger, what is happening right yeah, now? Literally. Like, <laughs> like, and then I walk outside just, and this guy's like, baby girl. And I was like, not today, oh. sir. No, but it wasn't to me. It was, <laughs> it was to his, his girl. And he was like, you want to go take some shots? And I'm like, where am I? What's happening? It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, but I do. I consider myself to be a very clear communicator. That being said, I've slowed it down a lot, which I actually think is part of my ever-evolving definition. It's taking a beat, like slowing it down because I used to go so fast. I used to talk so fast. I used to move so fast that maybe I thought I was being clear, but it wasn't. People don't move as quickly as I do. So it wasn't getting across. So I've learned to slow it down and try to be a little bit more grounded and effective in how I'm speaking to people. And that seems to help sometimes, but I just, I just feel like people don't want to be clear a lot of the time. And so it's when you're rubbing up against that, it's hard to be in relationship with certain people because if there's, you know, I'm often the friend that there's no, like, there's no sugar coating of anything, right? It's just, oh, this is, this is how I feel, or this is what happened, or this is how I see it. And most people want to like shoot the shit and kind of like, you know, ponder and maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, or beat around the bush. And I just, I just don't communicate like that in general. So I find it hard to communicate with people sometimes because I'm like, I just see it like this. It's not, I don't feel like there's a need for a long conversation. Who said who it was Airbnb the other day. They were like, let's have a call. I'm like, about what? I need you to change a location. Like it couldn't be any clearer. I don't want to have a call. (laughs) (laughs) I find, oh my God though. See, this is what I mean, I do think we have a communication episode on the books for at some point, and maybe I should save this for that, but I'm not gonna. I think the intersect of like clarity and communication is fascinating because how many times have you sent an email where you're like, 
hi, I wanted to know how much are your apples? And the person <laughs> responds with, can we schedule a call? I'm unclear. And you're like, I don't even know how you got unclear about that. The Unless you're not the apple you person. Sell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless you're like, I sell pears, bitch. Like, I don't understand (laughs) what we need to discuss. And sometimes, though, I'll get like all in a huff and be like, why does this person need to talk to me or whatever? And then I'll hop on. I'll be like, fine, you know, and I'll hop on the phone with them. And they're like, yeah, we just had a question. I wanted to walk through that. And I'm like, this was actually really helpful. You know, and it, it really was clarifying. It was super helpful. And, you know. That I'll be like, oh, that was valid. Cause I think so much, like if, if, if we're going with the definition of clarity in terms of it being coherent and intelligible, intelligible means that people need to be able to understand it, you know, and, uh, what's the word I want? Not incorporate, but they need to digest it. You know, like people need, it needs to be digestible. Something that I feel like is a real problem. That's starting to make me feel like a real fucking boomer, which I resent, is the intellectual laziness that seems to be rampant. Like even pre-pandemic, again, using the, the you know, the um, example of uh, I, how much are your apples? It's like you couldn't have thought about that for two seconds before you immediately wanted to call or had questions or... I feel like sometimes people too want to push for clarity or questions or whatever, like to flex or be like, I have a brain or to connect, you know what I mean? Like to make a false connection or to just, that's what I mean by I don't. And again, I don't want to be assuming the worst of people. And I really try not to, I just, I'm more baffled like 90% of the time. Yeah. I'm just like, how did we get here? You know? And also my, Mercury is in Aries. So that doesn't help because my communication style is also like fire. So yeah, it's, 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 not- the, it's the funniest thing in the world when Nina has a bee in her bonnet and she thinks she's being really <laughs> clear. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like a cave person with a lot of energy has just sent something like it'll, it's like, <laughs> win this now <laughs> like and then i'm like oh that's god. what she's hopped up on right now it's hilarious oh my god really then, I, I i i do that sometimes when you fire it off yeah you yeah. always like kind of are like you know like it's never rude it's not it, but it's more like i can just tell when you're in different modes Oh yeah, you know it's it's sort of like you know the similar when like people have been like dicking us around, and I'm like, hi, yes, I will be entertaining that no more. And you're like, whoa, you gotta give them the business. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was over it. I just couldn't do it anymore. You know, it's just like those modes you start to notice with people. Yeah, but it's always like, you know, Tom Segura, this comedian talks about like when he's like you know when you're so mad you can't like form sentences. He's like, I was so mad that I was just like. No, you know, like just yelling, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's also a hilarious thing to me about the intersection of emotions and clarity. I feel like there's judgment and clarity, assumption and clarity, communication and clarity, 
what did you just say? <sighs> right. Like all of these things. Do we stand a chance? Like all, I mean, but this, what is a, a base game for yeah. any of those? Things? Well, when I did the how to, I, I literally took people from, you know, which I do a lot, but I, I took them through each part of their physical, you know, body, emotional body and asked them to just think about or receive the first word or visual that came to them and kind of practice getting clear in a really simple way that way from the ground up. And I find it settles me too, to just be like, okay, sometimes I'm, I'm a goner. Sometimes it just, I'm like in it for the week and I just have to buckle my seatbelt and like not (laughs) talk to as many people as possible. That was me last week. Like I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this world is. Nothing is clear. Everything is muddy. I just, I couldn't see much. Except I blame you for my new escapist hobby. Which one? Terrible reality oh, really? shows. I thought that, that was before me. I'm, I feel not, honored. <laughs> not the, the, not the, like, not to the level oh, that I've been I'm going so to. That's new. Thrilled. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But it's similar where I'm like, I felt the same way of like people. Yeah, I felt muddy and was like, I need less people and energy, you know, and I need to recede. When I'm muddy, I get sad. And when I, mm. yeah. And when I don't feel clear, I don't need to feel clear every moment of every day. But I think that becomes an addiction, you know, but I do when I can't find it for what happened the other day? I was on my way into bar class and I got a text right before and it annoyed me. And was there a real reason it annoyed me? Yes, actually, because I kept, I felt like this person kept communicating something, kept being unclear about what they were communicating, but they kept doing it like over and over again. It was like, well, this, you know, I just, I don't want to give too much away because, but yeah. Anyway, I was like, oh, like, would you feel like they were being like passive aggressive? No, not or... at all. Just, just like we've already had absent minded. Oh, and, okay. And kind of like oblivious. That, that also drives me insane when yeah. I'm like, maybe if you could like look at what the facts are, we could, we could, and again, that's hard. Like, I, we can't, I, I can't expect that of people. I'm fully aware all the time, but I'm just like, this is a pretty straight, you know, cl- yeah. clear cut situation. So why are we having it so many times and in like such a complicated way when it doesn't need to be complicated? But I was pissed because I walked into bar, which is usually where I clear my mind. And you better believe I hang, I hung on to that fucking text, like almost the entire hour. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think, though, something I find interesting is like how you and I are wired differently where it's funny. I don't think of myself as a particularly chill person, but I think I'm chill as in comparison to you (laughs) only in regards of like you're kind of 
strict in a way, you know, you're like, art is for me and it is for clarity, you know, like, and I think I'm, but but, I mean, all of these things, I think, you know, it's like, it has good things and bad things to it in the sense of like, I'm chill. And then I'll just kind of go along with shit or I'll be like, "Eh, it wasn't that big a deal. And then I melt down, you know, like later. So it's like all of, yeah, all this stuff's going to get you. It's just like a matter of when, you know, but it's like, and sometimes like a te- like I'll have that same experience of like when I'll be, you know, or like before bed, you know, like someone texts you or it's like, you know, I want to talk, I need to talk to you. And you're like, why the fuck did you send this to me at 10 o'clock at night? You know, like, yeah, no, for sure. I'm not saying that I'll be like, what else? We'll, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow or, or whatever. But I think it, I think what I find funny is that like, it's not like you get mad about it. That's giving it m- too much. But I like the way that you're like, annoyed about it like for yourself that it feels like such a way of taking care of yourself and being self-protective of like I'm annoyed like you're not annoyed the person texted you it's like no or or whatever it's like you're annoyed that this thing is taking away from like the space where you go to for something which as I get older I find myself giving that more importance and realizing it's something that I've gaslit myself about or put down or said that's silly or that self-indulgent or whatever and now I'm like well kind of everything is everything about our life is, you know, like everything's selfish, you know, like if you want to go down that line of thinking, you know, that it's like, if you've decided this is a place that you go to like commune with yourself in some way, like it's fine to be protective of that. You know, like I used to feel that way sometimes about certain, like, I I like to go to sound baths and things like that. And, you know, there were certain friends that always wanted to tag along, but I knew like, I don't really want to share this with you. Like no, like no offense, but I knew that they were like, not the, the, or they weren't going to get in and be like, well, let's go get dinner afterwards or something. And I'm like, no, I like to go there get stoned on the sound. I usually like really deeply commune with myself, like in the kind of rest after it, because the, you know, for whatever reason, my brain really will go night, night with some bowls, you know, like once people start playing the crystal bowl, my brain's like, bye, (laughs) it's like one of the most remarkable things I've ever experienced as someone with really active brain chatter that I want to be in it, you know, like I want to stay in that and get whatever I need from it and feel protective of that. But I had fewer things about that. I think it's very interesting that you, you do it more as like a lifestyle. And I think that probably helps you with some of your day-to-day decision-making because you can feel much more clearer, you know, of like what works, what doesn't, what you're interested in, what you're not, because you're really staying connected to that process of being clear. Yeah. I think I got, I know I got really a lot more depressed too. I've always, you know, like kind of had to ride that wave and clearly me getting clarity in, in an exercise class is not enough to fight off depression, but, or to heal it any bit of it. However, at this point with like the low grade that I feel like I feel it kind of is. So if I go and I feel, if I have a buildup of days where I feel like I'm not getting what I need, or I'm not getting my self in a space where I can offload some of the stuff that I'm holding, then I, of course, don't feel clear, but I also start to feel way more overwhelmed, anxious, and like teetering on depressed. So yeah, 
it's a buildup for me. And it's one that I have to be very strategic and strict about for sure. Because otherwise I, I just don't really, I don't want to say I don't like myself because I love her too. Sad bitch, <laughs> but sad bitch. <laughs> love that. But sad I know bitch. what you mean. You just, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. And you know, having a kid, like I want him to experience the range of emotions. I don't want him to ever think he can't feel away. And he's seen me sad, you know, not in a way of like, take care of me, but he's seen. We wept on your sofa together <laughs> to a documentary yeah. and he was totally fine playing in of the corner, course. not like a sociopath, but, but was just like, <laughs> oh, the ladies are having feels. I'll play with no, my was, dinosaurs. No. Yeah. I mean, we cry away and I will literally weep at Queer Eye and what Milo's like. They're doing it again, (laughs) but (laughs) but when I'm on with customer service, he's like, are you happy? Are you mad? (laughs) I'm trying to be not mad, but I'm not happy. (laughs) But I, I was feeling like I haven't talked to myself in a, in a shitty way in quite some time. And I was really mad at myself. I wasn't mad at this person. Mm. I didn't want to be mad at this person. Like I didn't want to resent them. I didn't want to. Yeah. And so it wasn't about them. No, I don't think. it wasn't, but it was like, I feel like because I set things up in a way that's very clear, I would appreciate that back to some degree. And so when I don't get it once, twice, like fine here and there, fine. But like kind of, it just was like over and over and over again, the same thing. So that just was kind of making my brain melt. But point is I was frustrated with myself that I let myself obsess about it until the end. And then I'm like, whatever, you still got what you came for. You still feel better. You actually wrote them a very nice, clear message when you got out which by the way, was kind of like going in really annoyed, shocking. You know, I wasn't rude, but I was just like, I was not like fluffy. And so clarity for me is, is a lot about patience too, you know, and waiting for it to come and, and being okay when it's not there and trust and all just this, it's, they're all like living together for me. And Last week I felt really confused and the sun came out today and I was like, huh, I feel, I feel like I have some hope again. And I think hope and clarity too are very connected for me. I have a question for you that I'm like, not to make you feel like you're at therapy where I'm like, no, ask me anything. Nina, tell us, I have noticed, and kind of similar to this example you're giving, that sometimes when you you do feel you've been very clear, you really do get upset if people aren't, like, aren't clear or don't get it or whatever. And I'm curious, it feels to me as an outsider, and I mean, obviously I could have asked you about this any old time, but why not do it when we're recording and have (laughs) microphones, that it seems sometimes like you take it almost like personally, Mm-hmm. Which is which is interesting to me because you don't take a lot personally. True. Like we are so opposites of where we take stuff personally. Oh my God, we are. Thank God. And I'm insane. I mean, and, <laughs> and, and knowingly, like it, uh, it amuses me. I'll be like, <laughs> why didn't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, oh, he was like, oh, brother, <laughs> like answer it, you know, and we'll always give a very kind answer. But I'll be like, why is it, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. Anyway. But I find it interesting sometimes that it seems to me, 
I'm like, oh, it seems like she's like taking this personally where I'm like, they're a bing bong. Like, what do you care? Like, you could have been as clear as possible and Spot on. that person would have had a question I think or it's whatever. Like, I feel like it's a form of disrespect, which I know is Ooh, yes. interesting. I don't like when I try really hard to get out of my comfort zone and say, and slow it down. Like I said, I could talk, I could just speak a mile a minute. I could just blow through things and leave many people in the dust. And I, and I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. And it's not helpful. It's not fun. It's not charming. It's just, it's rather destructive. So when I really try hard to, to be, in, bo- in my body when I'm saying something and be clear and consider them. That's the thing. I'm considering the other person that when someone's just like d- choose it, what I feel is like choosing not to hear me or choosing to ignore it. That's what I feel. Even if that's mm-hmm. definitely not the case, I feel like disrespected. Yeah, I think you're giving a lot of people way, way, way more credit. I know, girl. You're not giving yourself enough, and that you're like, I sat with this, I considered it, I wrote a really thoughtful, and they were like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) I know. Why? Why? I mean, yeah. I get it. I mean, I have certain things like that. You know, like we all have the shit that sets us off, and. I don't know. I wish I knew, you know what I mean? Like, why is it that, that my brain gets hung up on, but not that, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't think we choose these things, but I think like, I think there's a, a bit of vulnerability and clarity as well. Cause generally if, if you're going to, if you're going to be clear in communication, you know, if you're going to ask for what you want, if you're going to either be clear to someone about business and maybe money's involved and that comes with some feelings, or you're going to be clear to someone you're interested in that that's what you're interested in or whatever, like there's vulnerability, I could you know, cry just hearing you say that because it's <laughs> no, seriously, like my eyes started to water. I was like, Oh Jesus, I'm getting, my, I'm getting my period. <laughs> but, again, so you're like, but so fucking absolutely on the nose. Yeah, that I think often our frustration is like, I put myself out there and you just went like in response, you know, when you just are like, I don't get it or what, you know, like I find it, I mean, and, and it's so hard. I'd rather have someone ignore me. Same. I Well, at least I think we know kind of what to do with that. Yeah, I, I, you I know? really would. Then just this like fucking... I don't even know. Messy. I I don't mind messy when it's honest. But what I think I, what I, what really grinds my gears is what I perceive or what I think is being dishonest about something that's like, how do you, what else do you need to know? Right, 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 right. I don't love when someone's like protesting that they, don't get it or it's not clear, but it feels like a stall technique. That makes me crazy. That's that, that's a lot of work stuff, don't you think? Like absolutely oh big time. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I especially an I'm just like, can't figure it out. Oh, oh my God. Well, <laughs> How do I that, pay you? I, I, I sent a woman like 45 invoices one time and she was like, I just don't, I'm like, you're 50 something years old. You are like, what, which 
which I've sent it PayPal. I've sent it fucking email. I've sent it Zelle, like click the button. I had to walk her through it and she still fucked it up. When people are like that, I'm just like, I well with a lot of things that I just sort of feel a bit gobsmacked by, you know, I'm both like, how do you go through life? Like, take me through your day. How do you wake up and like get outside and like not get hit by a car? If you can't figure out like how to open an email, read it and execute a, a task like and. I, and again, I'm not really saying that. I don't mean that as bitchily as it sounds, but I, I'm genuinely in the neighborhood. curious. No, I'm, yeah, I'm in the neighborhood and I'm definitely like, but I'm saying it to your face and going like, how? I'm curious Make too. me understand. But don't you think it's you a know? choice? I guess so. I mean, sometimes, I was talking to I should say sometimes. To, I think, yeah. I mean, well, one, I want to understand like, how do you, like, how do you go through life? And then two, I think I'm a little jealous. Like as someone who I think wastes a lot of my own time and energy trying to be really conscientious and trying to be really aware of others and being really mindful of how much like energy I'm asking of others or effort or really tries to keep that at a minimum that I'm like, what is it like to just not give a fuck? You know, what's it like to ask someone to basically send you 40 invoices? What's that like? <laughs> I mean, I would never, you know, never. like never. I would no, but I would never choose it. Like me either. I, I, at the end of the day, once my fire has settled and this is my nature, like I get real mad or just really annoyed. And then I land on, okay, obviously this person is struggling with something. Obviously, you know, I, I do yeah. land on compassion, right? Like Same. like someone parked in the handicap spot the other day and I was like, you're a real piece of shit. Like you are clearly not handicapped. Someone could certainly need that on a busy weekend day and you're just, you don't give a fuck. And I would really... I just can't imagine a world where you didn't see the handicap sign. It's pretty clear. Yeah. So you're making a choice to disregard. And that entitlement also just makes me mad. They could also have an invisible disability. But they don't have the sign in the car. Oh, yeah. But, well, then maybe I mean, not. No, I checked the Most car. people, even with an in, in a... No, no, no. no. I didn't see the person. I didn't see the person. Gotcha, gotcha, I checked gotcha. the car. Because I definitely... Like oh, I've seen a very able-bodied person get out of a car in it and been like and then had to remember people have invisible disabilities yes no that's a very good point to tell but us. there was not a sign to be seen and people yeah, do gotcha. it all the time and i'm like yeah Mm-mm. i've seen people do that you know i've seen people confront people getting out of cars and been like why do you have that like da, 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 just because essentially they're not in a wheelchair Shut up. you know yeah and i'm like can you imagine? I can't even imagine that, you know, like comfort, like this is where I think also too, like we've, we've like, like missed the point with clarity as a society where it's like people have confused, I think like call outs with clarity as well. Mm. And it's like just sort of yelling at someone or just sort of saying you're this or whatever, like doesn't seem to work as well. Also, you know, what's the like goal, like w- Gaining clarity for what, right? And if you're just yelling at somebody, which have I done? Uh, Yeah. But it's... Oh, yeah. Lots of times. Yeah. It makes you feel like shit, you know? And even like after the... (laughs) This is not funny, but I'm laughing because it's so absurd. 
the a woman in my bar class was talking about how she lives a couple pounds over. We were talking about like moving eventually. And I was like, I just really can't take like how I'm in Brooklyn one second. And then I'm literally in like the deep South and it's so confusing. And she's like, yeah, I, I live on a farm or whatever. And this guy, when the election was happening, had, we had a Biden sign out and he would drive by and honk his horn and be like, you call me bitch. Like, oh my Jesus God. Christ. Like every day. Jesus. No, can you imagine, imagine that? Can you imagine? No. But like when I, what I was going to say is what I thought I was being really clear, what I thought I was really clear on during that absolute shit show that I prayed to whoever we don't have to suffer through again, even though our country's still going back to the like stone age. But is that what I thought I was being clear? I was just really mad and spewing Mm. that. And so it wasn't clear. It was just anger. It's funny because something that I think is very cool in your household and the way you're raising Milo is with emotions and a free range of emotions. And y'all really let him be sensitive and, you know, like ways really invested it, I think, in being a, a man who is also in touch, with, in touch with his feelings. And I think it's cool that he also gets a mom who's in touch with anger. Oh, you so know, in touch. Because I think also women, if it's been a struggle for women to be allowed to be angry, you know, but I think some of the truth as someone who also gets really fired up about things as well is like, even though my fire anger or, you know, whatever was justified, you know, it does make it impossible or it's very hard to be really angry and clear. I think it's almost impossible. By the way, I'd like to just clarify that I don't ever get mad toward him. But anyway. Oh, no. It's not like, yeah. No, but I, I have, mean more of like it's extreme. And I have extreme road rage in front of him, which is not appropriate. But I do. And I'm always like, fucking motherfucker. And he's like, it's okay, mom. And I'm like, <laughs> is it? But it's also like that you'll just say like, this happened and it made me angry. Like, I think also women are really predisposed to like making excuses or being like, this happened and it was okay. Or, you know, like totally kind of excusing it. And I think you just like name it more than anything versus like you're walking around and just being yeah, an angry no, I person. All the time. I mean, more like, ways like oh, and I'm like, nope, I'm mad and you should be too. <laughs> Yeah, no, but and it's funny because he'll talk about it and be like, yeah, and I was feeling kind of like cool. And then she like pointed out and I was like, yeah, that is, you know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, my someone I now think is wackadoodle, but once called me the Grim Reaper. She's like, you're kind of like people think their lives are going OK. And then you're like, what about all this stuff that <laughs> I was like. <laughs> That's really funny because it's sort of true, so true, but I'm like, how can we give it a more positive spin? Well, it's for because the you greater also- good because you, this part of you dies, but then you get to be born into a new, more it's true. You're more like, listen, I just want to, I think you're more like the Grim Reaper that's sitting, like eating popcorn and you're like, you could go about yeah. it that way or join me over here where they're snacking out. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, and it's real cool, you know, like. But the thing you said that's very thing is so true about I do think it's really difficult or maybe impossible to be clear when you're extremely angry. And 
where have you felt like, how have you felt like you've grown in, in terms of that? Like in relationships, has that been, are you, have you worked on that or have you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never was someone who was like ragey, like would explode. I would shut down and, and I would disappear. You know, I would just eventually it's like people's like hurts would build up and I would just be like, bye bye, you know, like. So for me, I would say in general, it wasn't just with anger that I had to learn how to be, you know, clear in in its expression. I think I had to. Well, one, I had to learn how to not just intellectualize feelings. I had to learn how to feel them. And when you first start feeling stuff and really feeling it in your body and like you know, giving up disassociating, like it was re I was very, I think emotionally deregulated because I was just like, Whoa, I feel so much. And I don't know what, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, I don't know what, I don't know how to do this, you know? Cause I was just like, I feel so much about everything like, mm. and did not feel clear, you know, at all. And it was like, I had to go through this process of learning, like, okay, you feel a thing that can be a little deregulating sometimes, or it can be overwhelming, or it can just be a million different things. I had to learn for me, that was usually not the time to take action. And then if I could sit with it and build up my ability to sit with it and just be like, this sucks, or I'm sad, or that really hurt my feelings or whatever, the processing let me get clear as to what I needed to say in order to say, you know, like to either have my own back or whatever, whether it was problem solve or whatever. I usually had to have, I had to like spew a lot of stuff, like, especially like when I was still in television and you would get these emails from clients that were just fucking foul, you know, and you would want to be like, listen, you entitled piece of shit, you know, like you would want, you know, you wanted, you would want to respond and be like, the only reason you sent me this email is because your company is going to cut us a check, (laughs) but let's be real. Like you're a fucking idiot. You know, like you would want to just, and so, and you obviously like can't email a client something like, even when you're in that place, like you just can't do it. Like ego stuff is so fragile. And if you're trying to get a project across the finish line, like the last thing you want is like an ego delay. So I would have to step away and be like, really want to murder that person. I'd be like, I hear you, Anna, but don't think that's on the table right now. You know, like I would have to kind of wrestle it out, have some imaginary arguments, maybe a shower argument, you know, in my head. And then I could sit down and be like, I understand if I'm understanding the tone of your email correctly, you're very upset. That's also where I think I developed my habit of like trolling, of being like, I think sometimes like the way, like, I think my anger would make me feel so out of control of like, I don't know, maybe disrespected or being like, who the fuck are you or whatever that I would be. I started this way of like, how can I be like angry and a bit of an intellectual, you know, and be like, if I'm understanding your tone correctly, Karen, you're (laughs) angry. You know, like, and that became a way too of me being also very clear of just like, you're not just going to abuse me. Like, you're not just going to be mad or just like yell at me. We're either going to like result, like we're going to either figure this out or I'm going to disengage, you know, like 
that became a way that I grew. And then I think because like in my twenties and thirties, like I was probably one of the better communicators of like my friends and peers. I think I plateaued for a little bit and started realizing as I got older that I, in interpersonal relationships, I had to learn how to communicate a little bit differently in, in order to get clarity as well, you know, of not making assumptions, not feeding my own old stories or narratives, but getting a little bit better at, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt and not assuming the worst, but assuming that, you know, we all have good intentions and going like, I don't think you meant it this way, but this hurt my feelings or whatever, in order to just even get clear about like, what was happening, you know, and I don't know about you, but there's been so many times with a friend or, or a lover, you know, like whenever there was conflict, even my own mother, you know, where I've gone in so sure about what the problem was of like, like essentially boiling down to I'm the victim and they're the perpetrator, but like, you know, and then it's like, there's this whole other side I didn't know. You know, we're like, my mom started getting really like, no chill about me not having kids and being like, well, since you're not going to have kids and you'll never have kids. And so, and I finally was like, can you relax? Like, my God, you know? And she's like, oh, I was trying to be supportive. I was trying to like, let you know, that's okay. Yeah. And, and I was like, not how it's coming across. And it's a little jarring every time you say it. And she was like, no babies for you. It. Yeah, it it was like, it was so you're barren, right? Yeah, it was just like well, since well, since you've killed my dream and of grandmotherhood, that's too. Like, like Jesus, oh I'm like go talk, go talk to my brother. My God, you have another shot. He's younger. Go after him, you know. But um, in that was also, I think, because of also what we do, like. I don't really think of myself as a know-it-all, but I know that I can definitely fall into that. And I think a lot of us can tell ourselves we know what's up, you know, both to feel safe and to feel like we know what the fuck is happening in life in general, but um, also to like prevent ourselves from getting hurt by pushing for that clarity. Mm. Stepping away is so hard. So hard. And it's so necessary, but it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. It's an art that I'm still working to working on, but I, what I usually do is respond immediately and then circle back. <laughs> Which I think is also, I think I did that for a while as well, but I think then it's so funny. Like for me, when I go into therapy sometimes and I'm like, oh, I've noticed like, if I just sit tight, like it goes a bit better. She's like, welcome. <laughs> it's called like processing, you know, I was like, cause I think like we all feel a sense of urgency that I don't know is there, you know, like a lot of the people, I mean, it is a bit different with business, obviously, like in clients and like your money's involved. And so you do want to like, you don't want to just like sit on things for days and stuff like that. Like you do have to be kind of, you don't get to decide that timeline as much as I think you do in your like relationships and things. But people are also like, sometimes I want to be like, when people are like in my DMs, like at 11 o'clock at night and are like, how do I book you? And like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, this is such a false urgency being created. And like, how do you think that that like, 
gets, kicks us off like on, on a good foot. I think it's easier for me to be, you know, obviously I get, I get annoyed, but I get less and less. I, I take it less and less personally with clients than I ever have, but with friends and things, I feel like I have to, to really give myself a, a minute because I, I don't know, I guess I just make it mean something about me that it, that it doesn't mean, you know? And that in stepping back and seeing, asking myself a couple of questions before I respond is just, it makes me feel more supported by myself instead of like, yeah. you know, trying to, I don't know, just, can I even hear what they're really saying or what they're trying to say? If there's that immediacy or that false sense? No, I can't because I'm just, I'm, I'm hopped up. When I'm popped up, I can't really hear anything. Do you think, like, for me, I think something I've learned is when I'm hopped up, if I respond from that place, it generally doesn't resolve the hopped upness. No. And then generally, exactly. And then generally, also, too, the person can come back with, like, what is happening? Like, or why are you mad? You know what I mean? Like, I feel sometimes too, like when I've responded from the the hopped up place, one, I didn't feel better, you know, like, which is ultimately what we care about, you know? And two, like, it just made it get worse. You know, like, that's the thing I've noticed. Like, I had a point with a friend and I was, I, I mean, I would like to think I was in the right. I mean, she probably thinks she was in the right. So like, who knows? But I was, she had gone through a hard time and I was starting to have a bit of an empathy fatigue about two years into her hard time. And I was like, I I need you to start kind of being like more of a person, you know, like and more of a friend kind of, and have a little bit more, basically anything that happened in her life, if you didn't sort of let her off the hook, Oof. you know? Yeah. And so then we were going to work together on something and she was sort of being shitty. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is a good idea. Like I can be cool with you as a friend. I can't business wise. I just don't have chill there about it, you know? And she just was like, like basically was like, "I, I can't believe you're being such a jerk. You know, like I can't believe you're being so mean and type of stuff. And the red... I saw, like, I was like, I was already at like a 10. (laughs) Now I'm a new volcano, you know? And I, I knew what I, I deleted her number for like 48 hours. So I couldn't respond because I was like, I'm going to go nuclear. I'm so mad. Mm. And, and I don't think, I mean, I think it was, it was a couple things. I think I probably should have spoken up sooner. You know, like I, I think there was a couple things, things had been building. And I think that she also was a very selfish person, you know, that was just sort of like, but it's about me, you know? So I think there was a couple things at play here that made it worse, but I'm like, it was a time though, that I was so proud of myself that I, didn't like go from that place, you know, because 
I think I would just more than anything. It's like we, she and I still don't speak. Like we're not friends. That was the end of our friendship. Me being like, you know, you're kind of suck right about this, you know. But um, I think I would have also felt. But I I feel okay with that. I feel like things shook out the way they were supposed to. However, uh, or I trust that. However, I know if I had gone nuclear, I think I would feel shame around that. Yeah. I only have regret about one interaction that I, you know me, I like to be like, I'll ask Anna, like, can I, can I send an email to this person and just tell them exactly what I think of them? And she's like, why waste your wisdom? And I'm like, damn it. Do you know how many follow-up yeah. emails I want to write? Dear you, <laughs> I'm circling back. <laughs> uh, circling back to November 2017's email oh my Let's pick up where we God. left off So I thought of a few more points I also have so many fake fights Like in my head in the shower Same. But with people I haven't even met yet Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's really funny I think about people uh, So for me I think Something that it has been hard for me Is that often with people That probably weren't a good idea for me Or relationships that didn't serve me The clarity didn't come Until much later And so while I understand Why you want to send the email And be like hey just in case you were curious Or wondered you are a piece of shit You know <laughs> like I I could not be more on your side In terms of understanding the desire But I think that kind of is my question. Like, what do you do with that? You know, because we get a lot of clarity in hindsight. We get so much clarity after we've like disengaged with people, but you do want to be almost like send them, you know, like a postmortem and be like, I have notes. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, if, you're, if you want to know, I don't care if you want to know. This is where I've netted out. You know, actually, yeah. <laughs> full, let me be like fully honest. I do not care if you want to know. For my piece, I need you to I know this. I need you to at least have this sitting in your inbox so that you know. I did it with one of my friends, I feel like, or my old friends that I feel like we talked about on this podcast once about and maybe vaguely. And I, I said to her what I had to say and she was like, okay, well, I don't really see like where we go from here. And I was like, oh, because I'm clear about an issue I have in our relationship. Now you're like, not only are you not acknowledging that, but you're going to be like, okay, well, I guess that's the end of the road. And it was like, I was like, oh, okay. That's, (laughs) I was just in your wedding in Greece, but like, Sure, I guess that's where yeah, so <laughs> okay. Well, um, bye. Like, it was so bizarre. I don't really feel the need to clarify things like that and be like, because it's just, it was just so, but the, it's also a form of clarity, yeah, totally. Like, totally. Basically, being like, I don't know how to come back from this is like, couldn't be clearer. It was just like, oh, yeah. I mean, we're not a match, exactly. But the people who have like been really deeply manipulative to me. Yep, 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 Those yep, yep. are the ones that I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Or people who were... I know. I want you to know that I know that you're a manipulator. Uh-huh. Or uh, a thing for me too, I think... Well, I've had a... I've done a lot... I don't want to brag y'all, but I've like tangoed a lot with narcissists. <laughs> and Between my panic attacks and your attraction to narcissists, <laughs> we're just a dazzling duo. <laughs> <laughs> uh don't hate y'all don't hate um we're just like everyone we're just else being um, but i you know narcissism comes with like a, a he- hefty dose of delusion and i think i get like 
delusion hangovers. And I want to be like, I want to, I mean, I'm not proud of this. And like, this is between us. Like, so no one, (laughs) no one tell anyone outside (laughs) our circle of trust, but it's like, I want to like decimate them. You know, like there's something that's in some part of my process of letting go of someone. And I think letting go of a dynamic and forgiving myself for engaging in it. I usually want to sort of decimate them and be like, you thought you were this lies, you know, like I almost want to do a Maury Povich thing and be like, you said that you were, and I'm like, Oh, I want to come with receipts. Exactly. I just want to like, like I, you know, like, and I'm like, I don't know what I think. I mean, and there's a couple guys I've done that with, and it was a good lesson. And like, it left me. It didn't do anything. I didn't feel great after it. You know, like, I felt good in the sense of like, it can feel good to say to people who've maybe not been honest with you, like you weren't honest with me. And I know that, you know, like it it felt good in that regard, I think to like feel free of having to uphold a false reality. But on the other hand, I'm like, that was a huge fucking waste of my energy. No, and no clarity really comes other than I just wasted my energy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) which you already knew. Right. Yeah. Because you're not in it anymore. So I used to, I usually write the things and I, then I delete them and I do feel of release when I do that. And like, okay. Also the clarity of this, I was, a, it was a lesson I was meant to learn, you know, and I needed yeah. to, I needed to have this shit person in my life. And, you know, I let Milo asked me yesterday if people were good and I was like, Oh, sit down, mm-hmm. sit down, sir. Aww. I know. I said, you're like, I'm not the person. I'm not because this. I said I used to think that most people were, but I don't know anymore. And I and I don't think that they're most people are bad, but I'm just like jury's out because there's just a lot of bad things happening. And I know that things aren't people, behaviors aren't people, but when you stack them up and it becomes a you know a trend, isn't it the person? Yeah. Like, yeah. How do you separate so much shitty or manipulative or whatever, you know, abusive behavior from the person? Like, that's also the clarity that I've gotten. It's like, maybe they don't need to be bad because like, what is that really? Like, I don't need, I don't need to do that in order to feel better about myself. But what I do need is to say they're bad for me. I mean, yes. I mean, I have been thinking of, I've been thinking about this in general a lot about like, what is our resistance? And this is a whole other podcast episode and we're starting to wrap up, but I've been thinking about like, what is our resistance about labeling someone bad, you know, and just being like, they're bad. I mean, we see it in the media, like all the time. I mean, like even Cosby's fucking convictions got overturned, you know, like it's, what does it take to just be like, this is a bad person? Well, it you takes know, like, them being like, not, it has, cannot have nothing to do with women. It has to, or, you know, well, yes, brown people true. It has to be done yeah. to a white guy and then it'll be bad. It's just like, you know, the, all these stories with scammers, like all this stuff. And I'm like, what is our hesitance sometimes to say, and it was my therapist once needed to switch, you know, had texted me and was like, do you have flexibility next week or something? And jokingly, I had said to her like, sure, but you have to answer a question for me, you know, about 
human nature. And she was like, fine. You know, and I was like, why do people fall for scams? And she was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Anna, like you're going to have to pick an easier one, you know? But she was like, because believing the lie is less painful than believing the truth, Mm. you know? And I think about that a lot in terms of like, I know a lot of people who've done bad things that assume they're a bad person, but I think they're actually a good person who did bad things, like all of that different stuff. And I don't, but it, it is interesting when you think of, especially in regards to like trauma, abuse, learned behavior and things like that, that like people can be doing like the best they can and it's still not great. You know, like what do we do about that? How do you have clarity about that? How do you know? And I think it is as simple as like kind of trusting your personal thing of like, they're not good for me. Like regardless of like where this falls on the spectrum or if they're good or bad, or if, you know, they arrive at the pearly gates, God goes, no, 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 you're bad. You know, or yes, yes, turn yes around, motherfucker. yeah, turn around, you know, you have to go to the hell shoot um, <laughs> or something. <laughs> Like Willy Wonka style. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, That's how I think it all works. That's the afterlife um, in a nutshell. (laughs) Feeling vulnerable sharing that with you all? Don't. I believe the Bible's um, real. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe it's real, but I hate that I said in a recorded medium that I called it a documentary. I know books are not documentaries. I just want to see. I'm glad. Wait for the record. Yeah, I'm glad we gave you a chance to correct (laughs) yourself on something nobody noticed. Yeah, yeah. It keeps me awake at night, but I'm glad all of you did not notice that. <laughs> How do we wrap up today? I think one of the the gifts you can give yourself is to figure out what your version of clarity yeah. is. Is it do you feel it physically? Is it mentally? What is your practice? Usually for me, it's like making list, you know, like that's a way like for me, it often it needs to be visual and tactile, that that's gonna help me feel clear about something. So what is your guidance to people? Yeah, I, I echo that. I think find your own version. And I would say try to be in a space that you feel is clear to mm. feel clear, right? If that is even just a room that has been cleaned out, if that's going to outside and going for a walk, if that like what what is clear to you to find what that feels like and looks like and then go to there. <laughs> and participate in something that, you know, leads you down that path of clarity. For me, it's body always and mind, you know, that they all sing together when I'm doing that type of work. So thanks for coming on the clarity journey, (laughs) y'all. We appreciate it. Next stop is... I don't remember. <laughs> Never remember our schedule. I'm like, I could tell y'all. Oh, next episode is victimhood. Oh, yes. Can't wait for dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Same. Okay. I have I'm very notes excited. already. Yes. I have many notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That's all for today's episode. If you're interested in submitting a topic or want to submit a question for our advice episode, please join our membership community at howtobehumanpod.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, we're guides, not gurus.